for a fifth consecutive season, the Houston Astros are headed to the American League Championship Series. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Diamond Podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. Brian LaLima, Apollo Dez here with you. Follow us on Twitter at BLima790, at Apollo Dez1, and of course at Apollo HOU. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com backslash Apollo HOU. And we are just a day away from the start of the ALCS. The Astros have made it for the fifth straight season, taking on the Boston Red Sox and Alex Cora. And we're going to do a quick game one and two preview. Uh, obviously, uh, both games are here at Minute Maid Park with the Astros having home field advantage after the Red Sox took down the Rays, which I really didn't see coming. Um, and Des, I think the you know the big question mark for this series specifically is the health of Lance McCullers Jr., uh, James Click talked about it today in the media availability. Um, he said that Lance got a, an MRI done on his forearm or his arm, whatever. Um, there's not a lot of details there, so yeah. a little bit of concern. But uh, just your general thoughts on on uh, our guy Lance McCullers. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried. Um, I, I have um, been worried ever since it happened. I think that um, we ultimately have to prepare ourselves that he may not pitch the ALCS and we'll get a little bit more clarity here in the, in the next few hours and half day, as we lead up to rosters being finalized for the ALCS, uh, Hyman and, um, Bob Nightingale got the, um, tweets out today, kind of leaked after Bolin tweeted last night and, uh, it doesn't look good. And the word on the street is, uh, kind of what I've been hearing as well. And we'll see. I mean, obviously, we're worried about the ligament. I don't think there's any clear uh, ligament problems. I think that's what have uh, what have been leaked out today. James Click talked about it. He said the MRI uh, didn't show anything like that. But there's there's issues there because you know he had that surgery not not too long ago, and with his with this stuff and with how violent he does throw, that's always going to be there. And right. so uh, I am worried about his status for game one, uh, actually for the entire ALCS. Uh, but we'll see. We'll get some clarity in the days. But the staff is built to to sustain that. And, and I mean that with all, utmost respect to the staff, Ace Lance McCullers, and to everyone else. Where we came into the season, you had six guys playing for five spots. Actually, seven guys really for five spots. And they're all capable of taking that step up. I don't think uh, when we came to the season, we knew what Framberg was doing. We knew what Lance was doing. But Garcia, Odorizzi, Equity, um, Javier, and... Everyone Zach else, Grinke. Zach Grinky, yes, yep. uh, they are all capable of being a front end guy, and so now that depth of just having dudes is really bailing us out here. Um, because if Lance can't go, um, that is tough, very, very, very tough to to overcome. But he probably would have only pitched one of the games, right? Because he was going to go game three. Um, and then possibly would have been able to throw a game seven if, if this series gets there. But uh, for sure, you're only missing one start out of him. And um, I don't know. I'm worried. Yeah. So so with Lance McCullers is concerned, obviously, the short term is in jeopardy. Right. So you can pretty much rule him out for the ALCS. Um, 
The long term, obviously, he signed a big deal in spring training um, to keep him here. I think it's what the next five years. So for long term, it seems like it's going to be okay as long as it's not the UCL uh, that ligament. Then long term, you should be okay. Now it's still to be determined if he's going to be here for the ALCS. If the Astros get past Boston and get back to the World Series, is he going to be available for the World Series? Um, and they could be doing this all out of abundance of caution uh, due to the nature of the surgery that he did have in Tommy John and missed the entire season um, and came back from that. But with this staff, and I know people are freaking out that Lance McCullers is not going to be here, but let's let's break it down to the most simple way to think of it. It is the next man up mentality. For sure. Are there guys on the staff that have what Lance McCullers has? No. No one is the same on this roster as far uh, on the pitching staff. The Astros don't have the power arm. They don't have Justin Verlander, obviously, because he's out because of Tommy John. Garrett Cole is no longer on the staff. Um, Those were your two hard-throwing righties uh, with nasty change-ups, good sliders. They just don't have that anymore. So... It's literally just the next man up mentality. If you want to get back to the World Series, then this is your test, right? Good teams find a way to win. Yeah. The Astros will have to find ways to win without Lance McCullers. So I look at, and these are three names that I'm going to be looking at. Whether And obviously it's still to be determined what the roster is going to look like for the ALCS. But it's going to come down to Zach Grinke. It's going to come down to Jose Urquidy. And you never know, it might come down to Jake Odorizzi. And then another big arm that's, or another big factor that's going to play huge for this pitching staff is going to be Christian Javier. If we see Christian Javier like we saw in the ALDS, then the Astros are going to be okay. They're going to be okay because you can piggyback one of those starters with Christian Javier and then get it to the bullpen in the sixth or the seventh inning, and the Astros should be okay. So. People that are freaking out, I get it. Your staff ace is probably not going to be around in the ALCS, but let's take a step back. The Astros are in the ALCS for the fifth year in a row. These guys know how to play in big moments like this, and you have to have the next man up mentality. If you, Like I said, if you want to get to the World Series and you want to win, then someone's going to have to step up. Someone has to step up in place of Lance McCullers. And another thing to keep keep in mind, the leash for pitchers is, and a five-game series is very short. Correct. It's probably going to be even shorter in a seven-game series. Okay? Yeah. So, or, or you could flip-flop it. Shorter in a five-game, but still, the, the leash is going to be short regardless. So, Lance in, in today's In today's game, yeah. It's probably. Yes, for sure. For sure. And that's what we talked about with Ben Verlander because, you know, a couple years ago, four, five, six years ago, we didn't really see where guys were getting pulled out after the uh, second round through the order. Yeah. Now we see that. So, in all likelihood, Lance was probably going to toss five strong innings. So, you just got to get that from somebody else. Yeah, you got to make it that five somewhere. Yeah, you got to have someone step up. So, that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. It sucks, yeah, if he's not around for the ALCS. But, hey, this is what good teams do. They find a way to win. For sure. And I I think the the big elephant in the room is, and we've seen it in the Twitter sphere, is that you have... This discussion of, oh, Jose Uquiti should have pitched. He should have pitched. This never would have happened to Lance. You you send your ace out to win yeah. a series. If you get yeah. him twice in a, in a, in a five-gamer, you take that a hundred times over. You can't play this what-if game. Now, as we go into game one and game two, I think the biggest thing with this potential injury is that the home field advantage that you locked up 
is paying dividends now. Absolutely. Because if you were to send out Framber and Luis on the road to Fenway to start off, then this this is a totally different conversation. Absolutely. Because now they get to be able to pitch at the comfort of Minute Maid Park, where they've had success against this Red Sox team. It is the playoffs. Their mentality should, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to bust my ass and I'm going to throw the pill around for at least two times through because that's probably where my leash ends and I'm just going to ball out. And they get to do it in the comfort at Minute Maid Park. You figure out game three, four, and five in Boston. You figure that out later. In a seven-game series, you had an opportunity to survive the surge, ride the wave, and just play baseball because in a seven-game series, it all evens out and nine times out of ten, the best team that plays the best baseball usually wins. Right. And so these guys have have logged big innings. Framber has logged big innings. <laughs> Jose Ucredi has logged. He's almost thrown more playoff innings than regular season innings. And then you have Luis Garcia coming in last year pitching in an elimination game. And he pitched well, not great, but well in Chicago, got his feet wet against a crowd, against a hostile crowd and all that. Now he's back at home. It's going to be comfortable. And, and I think that's a perfect, perfect setup in this imperfect situation. Yeah. And with, with Jose Urquidy, with Luis Garcia, because Luis Garcia against the White Sox really didn't pitch bad. Correct. Now, the the missed third strike call, obviously that changed the momentum of the entirety of that game. Um, he gets that call. He probably goes another inning. Uh, Urquidy pitched damn well in 2019 in Washington at Nationals Ballpark. Yeah. In the World Series. In the World Series. Okay. So that experience is going to be there. Now, the another thing to think about is the offense needs to continue to roll to take pressure off of this pitching staff. And when it comes to the Red Sox pitching staff, Nathan Uvalde throws hard. Um, is it Eduardo Eduardo Rodriguez? Right? Rod, yeah. That's, he could throw yeah. it. He, he's got some he's got some nasty stuff. So, on the you know, you look at side. You look at the Red Sox pitching, and obviously Chris Sale is back. Um, he's, he's is he in the pin? Is he in the rotation? We don't know yet. We don't know, right? So Chris Sale is obviously Chris Sale. I think he's not as good as he used to be. Obviously, he's had injuries. Um, you know, he's on the latter part of his career. He's still Chris Sale at the end of the day. But when you look at their pitching staff, they don't scare me. They don't blow me away. They don't have what the Los Angeles Dodgers have. Yeah. I mean, but, not not very many teams have that, but they but their pitching staff. It's not like these guys. It's not like the Astros are going up against a pitching staff that is just the top of the top, right? I think we're about to see the highest ALCS scoring in the history yes. of baseball. I think both because, offenses are going to carry the teams and, and carry these rotations and the bullpens right. to two wins in the games. Yeah, they'll probably with, be a one off two one pitcher duel because it's right. baseball. But majority of the games, I think they're going to be very high scoring affairs. Yeah, and and this and in the ALCS in these seven game series, you throw everything you have at each other. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you throw everything and the kitchen sink to try to get W's in this ALCS. And on the offensive side for the Red Sox, they're hitting just as well as the Astros. Rafael sure. Devers is absolutely raking right now. J.D. Martinez is still one of the Hernandez top guys. Is the yeah. hottest hitter on the planet. Yeah. I, so I think the big thing about that, Brian, is it, these offenses are almost somewhat mirror images built differently, but kind of mirror images of big hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy can get hot and carry a lineup. They both work counts very, very well. 
And I think that's where the game inside the game is the biggest aspect, at least at home for the first two games. Who is going to um, work the count? Who's going to capitalize on walks and, and free base runners? And yep. yes, the Astros lineup one through eight is deeper than the Red Sox one through eight. But the Red Sox are literally a tier right there below them. And respectfully, that tier is very, 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 very good. And so it's who can work the counts more? Who can who can be the hero without being the MVP name? I'm saying, like, who in the lineup for the Red Sox? We saw it with, with Hernandez and, and the ALDS, because we know who the we know who the guys are. We know it's Bogarts, we know it's Devers, we know it's JD Martinez, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then Hernandez emerged. In the Astros lineup, it's like, okay, you know there's Altuve, you know there's Correa, you know there's Jordan. Who's going to be that for them? Is it Brantley going to have a, a great series? Is it Yuli going to be a great series? Is it Tucker going to keep emerging and, and being a superstar? Is it a Jake Myers or Chaz to carry it and, and be a spark in the bottom half of the lineup? Because I think that's where the game is going to be won. When that, that one-off guy that gets hot yep. and, and the way you handle it from there. And who can capitalize on all these free base runners that both bullpens have a tendency of giving up. Yeah, and, and, and you look at offensive statistics so far in the postseason, Boston leads everything from batting average to home runs to RBI uh, to hits. Uh, Astros leading stolen bases. And then even with uh, pitching leaders, uh, Boston has some of the uh, top statistics as well with the Astros right behind him and the Atlanta Braves, obviously thinking about the entire league. But it, it's going to be... You know, for me, it's it's who can grab the momentum early, who can score early and often, and then who, like you said, who can survive that wave of momentum? Yeah. Because both pitching staffs are good, but not great, right? Um, man, so it's, it's, I can't believe, you know, usually that cliche saying is pitching and defense wins you championships and, and offense wins you games. And coming into this series, both offenses are, are red hot. Um, and I think you raise a really good point. Who is going to be the unsung hero? Who is going to be the guy that's not named JD Martinez or Devers or, or Brantley, or I'm sorry, or, uh, um, Jose Altuve or Bregman, you know, is it going to be a, a Jake Myers today and his media availability said that he's ready to go and he can play. Yeah. Is he going to come up and continue to have clutch at bats? Is Yuli going to catch fire? Um, is is Martin Maldonado? Is it have a is it Nate Uvalde emerging to be yeah. what he did in the ALDS and what he did right. to us in eighteen? Is it is it someone that is going to be able to? I think. Let me take that back. I think both teams are built for October. I think both yeah. of these teams are. We've seen it over the last four or five years that they've won. They've won pennants. They've won championships. They're built for October, and and nothing is new to them in this moment. Obviously, the Astros have logged way more innings and at bats. They both have championships. They both have pennants. The Red Sox had beat the Astros to on their way to the championship. The Astros have beat the Red Sox on their way to the championship. And then you have the Alex Cora connections. You have mm-hmm. you have all the intertwining things with the Red Sox and Astros. And I think what makes this game the best, and we talked about with Ben, was who is going to blink first. And we said, I think Boone is going to blink blink first against Cora, and he did. Yep. And so now it's Dusty versus Cora, and the the game within the headsets of it. And who's going to stay with their plan? Who's going to stay um, 
against this wave of momentum in game and game to game in a seven game series just throw it all out the window each yeah, game is going to be different there's right. going to be games where someone could win 10 to 1 maybe the ashes winning 10 to 1 and maybe boston winning 10 to 1 who can rec- recoup and and bounce back for that next game both teams are capable of doing it both teams have been in that situation where they got their asses handed to them and bounced back and won a game in october yeah so it i think it's going the distance i really I think do it's going seven. i think it's Absolutely. going seven yeah, um, for sure. especially now if if this Lance news is true and confirmed before yeah. the rosters are finalized. So it for me, it's it's you look at, you know, we talk momentum and you and I are both believers in the game uh, or the momentum in the game of baseball because yeah. it's a real thing. So I, I talked about it in the ALDS where the Astros grab the momentum, score a couple of runs, but then it rely then to continue that momentum. You have to rely on your pitching staff and your defense to get out number one. So which team, whether it's Red Sox or the Astros, let's say the Astros have a big inning, they score three runs. Whoever's on the mound, let's say Luis Garcia. Luis Garcia, you got to come out, you got to throw strike one, and you got to get that first out because that stops the momentum. Because the way that the Red Sox swing it, they're going to be able to come. Astros throw a punch, you better best believe the Red Sox are going to come punching right back. Yeah. So who stops the momentum? Who catches the momentum and keeps the momentum? Because both of these offenses are liable to put up eight, nine, ten runs a game especially going against some of these arms. Um, and, and then, man, another thing to really think about is Alex Cora is one of the brightest minds in baseball. For sure. We saw it. He was the bench coach for A.J. Hinch. Obviously, both teams got slapped and popped for for some kind of illegal sign stealing. Um, and then, you know, Alex Cora took a year off, suspended. Yeah. Got rehired. Rehired. And man, wild. It's crazy. What a concept, huh? What a oh, concept. That's, that's a story for a different day. So he is one of the brightest minds. Whether you like him or not, he is one of the top minds in baseball. So who manages the game the best? And it's like you said, who's going to blink first? Who is going to go to their bullpen first? Who is going to take, you know, do a double switch and then a, a key at bat comes in? Or who keeps in the starter just a little bit too long? Those are going to be the game within the game. It's a chess match, right? Yeah. So who will make the move first? Who will not make the move first, right? Who is going to wait too long? That's what I'm really interested to see. Obviously, Dusty Baker is one of the greatest managers of all time. He's an old school type manager. Alex Cora is more of a, a new school analytic guy, knows the game in and out just like Dusty, but it's two different kind of styles, right? So Game within the game is what's going to win this series. Because honestly, you could probably say that the Red Sox and the Astros are literally built the same. For sure. Red hot offenses. Good, not great pitching staffs, especially if Lance is out. Can Nathan Uvalde pitch like he's capable of pitching? Or is he going to throw 98 right down the dick and get shellacked like we saw, we've seen time and time again? Yeah. And then, oh, by the way, why is Nathan Uvalde... A local kid running his mouth already. So it was I it was taken out of context. Okay, by Fox well, I did not see that. Okay, they, they did drop the actual interview, and 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 Fox kind of finagled the words a bit. Of course they did. But bulletin board materials, bulletin board material. I would be plastering <laughs> that everywhere in the locker room. Even though it was it was more of a uh, I think a, a a comment about how the Astros were run. In the in the Jeff days and, and you know they 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 ran they rub people the wrong way the way they they carried themselves and I think that's what Nate was talking about not talking about the uh, alleged who, cheating stuff but who 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 like between you and I 
and, and the and the viewer and the listener who who carried themselves the wrong way. Uh they the way the front office carried Jose themselves. Alex. No, no, no. There there was some stuff there. There was some stuff oh, there. Okay, but but player wise, no. It's just the way that um it all went about and how they carried themselves. Of are we talking? Are we talking cheating? No, no, no. It was, it's just talk about. It, it's been mentioned time and time again in the league of just how they thought they were the smartest guys in the room, the culture of it all, and, and all that uh-huh. stuff. That's what it was referred to, and not the alleged cheating stuff because oh, you can't oh, throw okay. stones in a glass house because the Correct. Apple Watch thing. Thank you. So that, there's that. But Nathan Uvalde, why are you worried about the front office, my guy? Worried about the nine that's on the field? Yeah, you jackass. So I think the biggest thing is going to be. Using that as fuel, even though it was taken out of context. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that 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 quote is is plastered it, all over the internet. Be. So it should be plastered all over the locker room. Uh, the crazy thing about it all, though, is what if they if they keep Lance on this roster? Uh, right. If it if if something happens and, and, and he, I'm not saying he's going to be starting anytime soon, but say they have him on the roster for game six or game seven, that's wild. But if he's not on the roster, I think this is an opportunity is going to be that ah, yes. Pete Solomon's emergence. It's going to so be his gonna... coming out party because he's going to have to eat innings. Um, so that was my next question for you is, is if Lance is not on the roster, who takes that spot? Yeah, I think it's going to be Pete, Big Dick Pete. Um, yeah, Pete, Pete Solomon. Who is a stud, an he's absolute stud. Fucking phenomenal stuff. I, I really hope if he is on the roster that you you get a big in a game or you're down big in a game so he can get his feet wet. I don't want his first appearance on the road in Fenway against that crowd because th- yeah. that crowd's going to be rocking. Minime Park's going to be rocking. But if he is on the roster and he do throw him in a game, I hope it's uh, I hope it's not a high-lever situation to for the very first time. He's got the stuff. He is a dude. But... It could be a welcome welcome to the show again, Christian Javier. I mean, we saw right. a great performance by him in, in the ALDS. It's, hey, <laughs> the best thing about all of this is Zach Greinke is now emerging to be back in the in the possible rotation. You hey, have to, a, you, a vet. You have to, you have to rely on him. You have Jake Odorizzi who has been battling his demons on and off the field with, with the media, with himself, his mechanics, uh, the success. He has success, he doesn't. If he gets hot, and we talked about it, down the stretch in the regular season, we said the X factor for the Astros could possibly be Jake Odorizzi because he is going to have five starts down the stretch, and the Astros will need those five starts. And Jose Urquidy, people forget. People forget he's a big-time pitcher. Jake Odorizzi Odorizzi pitched relatively well down the stretch. Yes, and he's going to have a chip on his shoulder for being out of the ALDS. He's a competitor. We've seen him. I loved his interview when he was was chirping everyone. Um, Right. And he can go out there and, and get you. We just need five. Just give me five. So, if you if yeah. your name is called or if you're a bridge guy, give me two and hand it off to Graveman Stanek Presley. Just so this, get it this is this is my this is my one of the biggest things for just everyone that's going to be a Houston Astros fan for this series. When Dusty Baker makes these decisions, I I know that people are going to be. Um, What's the word? Uh, not off the rails, but um, irrational, right? They're going to have irrational takes. Like, yeah. oh, my God, Yimmy Garcia is in again. Oh, Phil Maton. Holy shit, why are we going with, with Jake Odorizzi? 
Man, the biggest thing, especially if Lance McCullers is out, is you have got to trust the manager. You have got to trust the manager. You've got to trust Brent Strom, and you've got to trust Joe Espada. Yeah. They are going to put the Astros in the best position to win baseball games. And then, obviously, your guys have to compete. So if Jake Odorizzi gets a start, let's fucking amp him up from a fan standpoint. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're big leaguers. For sure. So they're, they're the top 1% of athletes or baseball players in the world. So just the irrational takes, man, let's just, let's just tone it down. For sure. Take a little step back. Okay. In a, in a seven gamer, it's, it's, it's a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It, no. it is a full God dang marathon. Yeah. And so you're gonna have to buckle up. I mean, there's gonna be ebbs and flows. We'll be at the game, game one and game two. Yeah. Um, Minute Bay Park should be a circus. It does come alive in the ALCS. Yes, at times I have I have said it's been a country club atmosphere that the fans but that, but have been have but that's been the truth. It for sure. That's but it comes alive in the CS. It comes alive in the ALCS. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm excited for that. I, I, we have the night game, the primetime game. Everyone's be liquid up a bit, a little liquid courage. Um, I fully expect my voice to be gone by like the middle of the first inning. Yeah. So um, it's, it's, at the end of the day, man, it's five straight. It's an exciting time. What does do you, Lance, Lance McCullers not starting or, or being in the rotation? If that's the case, yeah, does it suck? But still. Give me this, your X factor for the first two games. Oh, man. X factor as far as player or just what's going to win or, or just... you can do either or. So I think for game, I'll do it game by game. I think for me, Framber Valdez, can you get him past the fifth? Can you get him to the fifth pitch count has got to stay low. Um, come out with a quality start and get, get yourself five solid innings, five solid innings. And, and they have a chance. And then the same goes, the same goes for me. In game two, Luis Garcia, you're at home. Give me five, son. Just give me five. Those are my, those are my two. And, and, and that's actually the X factor for the entire series is can the Astros pitching staff, the starters, get you five solid innings? Yeah. I that's my X factor. Obviously, I'm not concerned with the offense. Um, I know back in 2018 when they played the Red Sox in this same ALCS, the Red Sox literally had every single every thing go right. Went every way. bounce every went right Every single for them. bounce. Literally everything. So I'm not worried about the offense, especially with this one through, fuck it, just one through nine. Yeah. Right? Because these guys have been there for me, and it's been the question mark since day one. Since day one, we said it on this Beyond the Diamond podcast, is the biggest question mark is going to be the pitching staff. Now the starters, we're in the ALCS now. Give me five and you'll be okay. Yeah, I think my two X factors is who's going to emerge for the Astros. Is it is it Yuli Brantley, yep. um, a Myers or a Chaz? I think one of those three guys really need to get hot. Um, and the second one is is your bridge guys. If they do the philosophy of piggybacking, which I think they're probably going to do, yep. um, can those guys sustain that throughout a seven game series? Because we saw it last year with the Rays. We saw it in seventeen with the the Red Sox and then we saw mm-hmm. it against us in 19 yep. where when you start throwing these guys a lot and this is it falls back on your starter not going five 
So the right. more times they're being seen, that's more data these batters are getting, especially now when you can pull up the iPad, you can have all that stuff back in the dugout. Both teams do this tremendously well that if you give them enough data, they're going to figure it out. Last year, the Rays jumped on us early. We ran the three. We didn't get to do it. But all those relievers that came in in that back half of that series, we were all on them. In, in 19, the Nationals got all of our stuff. We kept throwing Will Harris and the same guys out there. By the time Game 6, Game 7 rolled around, they it, it, it didn't fool them. They saw it no, it's five times thing. over. In, in 18, thing. the Red Sox did it to us. In 17, we did it to the Dodgers. So it's almost like, who can, can you hide your bridge guys enough? And who can step up to replace those bridge guys so you're not giving them enough data in a seven-game series? Because in a 5-6-7, at the tail end of that series... Because I don't think there'll, there'll be a sweep on either side. Both no. teams are very, very, very the same team, essentially. But who can take that data and imply it and use it to their advantage to close out a series? Because if you're seeing the same guy over and over again, by game six, then nothing's going to fool you. You've seen it. So I think that's going to be the X factor of how can you limit the exposure of your guys early in the series and yeah. still win? Right. And how, how how uncomfortable can you make these Red Sox hitters yes. with the bridge guys? I mean, obviously your starter has a different mentality than your bridge guy, than your back-end bullpen guy. How uncomfortable can you make them? Um, and man, at the end of the day, it, it's it's going to come down to whose pitching staff is better, who's rested, who's managed well, who has handled the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then... A thing that I think of right now is is the big moment. What big moment are we going to see in game one? What big moment are we going to see in game two and so forth and so on? Because you know there's always that big moment in each game, right? And that's the momentum that I keep talking about. If you can grab that momentum early, if you're the Houston Astros in between inning one and three, grab the momentum, score a couple runs, and it could change the course of the rest of the game. For sure, 100%. And that changes everything. That changes the way you manage that changes the way that you uh, manage your bullpen, manage your starter early and often. And then at the end of the day, it is the next man up mentality. And that that goes for the lineup, that goes for the pitching staff, that goes for everything. Everyone. If Brantley's not swinging it well, okay, who's behind him? Bregman? If Jordan is hot and Altuve's not, who's up next? Yeah. Continue it all the way. Next man Make it the, that's the title of this. Next man up. That's the title title of this, Josh. Um, okay, our producer. Shout out, producer Josh. Okay, next I, man up mentality. As we close it down, we do yeah. have our Ask Apollo segment. We got the questions coming in. We'll just fire okay. them off because we're we're right up bumping against the time here okay. to get this out. Uh, at not Houston, bruv. That's our boy Brucey. Uh, Pete Solomon season is here? Question mark. I think he's on the roster. I think he has him. It's gonna be him or Belak. I uh, think. Man, I I um at, at this point I would say go with Pete Solomon. Yeah. Shit, get him in there. Uh from our guy Spaceman with two high powered offices, it's gonna come down to starters eating innings and who can see most of the more of the opponents' bullpens. Spot on what we just talked about. Whose yeah. bullpen has a better crop? Um, solid question. We just had that kind of rant we just had. i I think the Astros back in with Stanick, Grayman, and Presley is slightly better than the Red Sox. But that middle, that middle of that bullpen for the Red Sox has less question marks than the Astros do going yeah. into the ALDS. Um, See, it's it's give or take, right? Man, with both it, these it, teams, 
I mean, they're, they're you can even. have a better back end, but you can't, if you don't get to that back end, then what's the point? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. The and Red vice Sox versa. Might not, the right, the, the Red Sox end, have the question marks on the end, but their absolutely. middle could get them there. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing for me is the Red Sox might have a better bridge guy or a better middle bullpen, but the Astros back end of the bullpen is better than the Red Sox. Uh, the Astros have a better shortstop. But then the or I'm sorry, the Red Sox might have a better third baseman. It's like give and take, give and take. It's it, it's crazy. And we've seen it time and time again with Alex Cora. And we'll jump to the next question right after this. But it, it just came to me and it, it is giving me a little bit of fear. Um, Alex Cora has done this last series. He had sale up in the in the pin to close out the game. We saw it in the past with sale in the World Series. We've seen it with Evaldi. I am slightly worried if it goes into five, six, seven, that we're going to see Avaldi and Sale close out games, and he's not going to yep. rely on his pin. He'll go with Erod. He'll go with his middle middle rotation, and then on that back end that close games out, he's like, "Hey, I'm not fucking. I'm not sending a question mark out there. I'm sending my dude Nate, or I'm sending my dude Chris to go mm-hmm. to go close it out." That scares the fuck out of me. Um, another question about does Pete Solomon get a better roster spot, and I- then. Uh, this is from Baseball Barry. He goes, also asks, is there a better voice for podcasts and radio than Lalima? So I'll look at go. That. You got a little. Before, <laughs> I mean, I, what am I doing I, here? Jeez, I, Louise. I, before, before, before I address that that compliment, I really appreciate that. I want to go back to your Chris Sale and your Nate Avaldi comment. I'm gonna respectfully dis- disagree with you. Okay. If it is Sale and Alex Court, you're disagreeing with me and Alex Court right now. No, no, no. With with how it scares you. Okay. I, it doesn't scare me as much. There's more data on those two guys than probably the guys in the back end of the bullpen. And they, and with this lineup, one through nine, I think they should be licking their chops with those two guys they're if dudes. that's the case. They're dudes. I know though. they're dudes. I know, but hey, it's okay. We can disagree on all some right. things. That's fine. It's all right. That's fine. All right. So what what compliment the, does did big- I have coming my way? <laughs> What the first that? comment was, does, does Big Dick Big Dick Pete get a roster spot? And then something Which, about you have the best, a better voice for podcasts and radio. I don't know. Something like that. You know, I think Pete Solomon does get a chance. Um, and this is Baseball Barry, you said, right? Yeah, Baseball Barry. You know, hey, Baseball Barry, I appreciate it, brother. Um, look, I, I, look, I'm a team guy, okay? So on the other side of, of this Zoom call is uh, my co-host. So we, we, we give and take. Right? Look, I so, have a face for TV while you have a, you have a face for radio or whatever the same. Correct. Is. That's what yeah. my sisters told me all growing up uh, is that I had the face for radio. So that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. I'm used to it. But I do appreciate the compliment. Again, I'm a team guy. This podcast doesn't happen without <laughs> Dez. It doesn't happen without our producer, Josh, yes. who makes it happen and bitches at us because sometimes we don't do the correct thing. But that's fine. Yeah. He holds us accountable. Yeah. He like, holds us accountable. Like we're and like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's for Apollo HOU. You know, yeah. we're dedicated to Apollo HOU. The, we're dedicated uh, to Apollo HOU. The uh, Apollo HOU, we're dedicated K Mays ask, he's throwing a curveball to us. Will the U.S. men's national team qualify for the World Cup? And who do you have winning the Stanley Cup this year? <laughs> uh, yes, the men's national team qualifies for the World Cup. We, Brian's walking away. He's very frustrated about this. And then the Stanley Cup. Uh, let's go Vegas Knights. I, I don't know. I like Vegas. I, that's like one of the only teams I know. Yeah, the Vegas Knights just beat the uh, Seattle Kraken. Nice. Like this, so, that's my uh, nights. I'm a big night. I'm a big hockey guy. I just want uh, the NHL to bring a team to the city of Houston. Yeah, we need that. I would get season tickets for that, and I would get myself a hockey sweater, and I'd be on the on oh the my front god, row, season tickets for knocking sure. Knocking down Labatt Blues, beating on the glass, hammered drunk. Um, 
Ask hashtag Ask Paul. This is from Jaime. Well, Lance, with Lance out, what do you think? Who do you think steps up and surprises us if the Astros pull off the series win? Jake Odorizzi. Jake Odorizzi. As Jake as the as the mayor yep. of Jake Odo Town, my guy, <laughs> we're 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 getting us to the, to the World Series. He, I think, it, in all seriousness, ALCS MVP Jake Odorizzi. Jake Odorizzi is going to have the chip on. Jake Odorizzi is going to have the chip on his shoulder. Um, next question. Well, we got a lot of questions today. I love this from at Craig Hartman. Uh, out of Grinky or is he? Who do you see being the one to start in Game Four, and what do you think the result will be? Man, it's gonna be Grinky. It's got to be Grinky. Yeah. I'm taking Grinky over Odorizzi. <laughs> oh yeah, man, no, know, it's, man. it's Odo. You think? No, okay, hold on. Take... Game Four. Game Four. <laughs> Either way. Either way, <laughs> yeah, it's Odo. Odo started, and Grinky's piggybacking. In so Boston. you've got, so you've got. Let's look at it this way. So you've got Valdez game one, Luis Garcia game two. Who starts game three? Urquidy's got game three. Okay, so Urquidy's got game three. So then it's gonna be Grinky or Odo. Odo. Four. I got Odo yeah. just because he's probably more stretched out than Zach. Yeah, I would probably. I would have to now thinking about it. Game four, I would have three twenty game on Saturday. Breaking news! Wow, they really gave they really gave the Houston Astros game that midday game. What a crock of shit! Oh, I mean, I guess it's because the NL's first game one that night. Whatever. Um, Next question. This is from at Tall Texan eighty nine with Myers possibly an LMJ more than likely based on what we've seen on the shelf for the CS. Odo seems to be given, but who will they who they replace Myers with? Also, will they carry three catchers again, or might we see Big Pete Solomon called up from the taxi? It's a very good question. Um, so from what Jake Myers said today, he's going to be ready to go. But he said, I'll do what's best for the team. So there's a slight chance that he will not be on the roster, but I think he'll be there. Yeah. And if, I, he, doesn't, if he doesn't, then you have to look at, uh, I don't know, uh, Marwin Gonzalez. For sure, yeah. Um, I think that's what they'll I, do next. Yeah. I think Myers is going to, I think he's going to be there. Uh, just what we saw from the reports right before we went live. If, if LMJ is out, um, Odo's on. Um, and I, I don't think they're going to carry three catchers. I think uh, Stubbs won't be on this on this, on this this roster right here. Uh, I think you got to go Pete. I think you got to go B-Lag. You got to go another arm. I think you just yeah. got to load up on arms just because you're going to be oh, throwing sure. a lot. You're going to have to. You know um, who's going to come up? You know who's going to come up in a big-time pinch hit situation? Diaz. Jason Castro. Oh, I mean, dude, he's locked in. He's Mickey Mantle after the seventh. You could, you could, you could make a case for Ledmus Diaz as well. Yeah. So uh, this from our guy Taylor Pay. What roster changes do you expect if Lance misses the ALCS? If if he doesn't play. Yeah, I think we already kind of yeah, hit on that. I think I think Pete could be there. I think um, Belak could probably be there. Just I think it'll be Pete. I think it'll be Pete. O- Odo for sure. Um, this is from Mr. Dex at Apollo HOU, our guy. Which Astro is most likely to hit it over the monster and out of Fenway this series? Ooh. Carlos Correa. You know what? Actually, Jose Altuve is probably going to hit one too. Bregman. Oh, yeah. I think Breggy, that, that, that little launch angle he's got, that's just kind of his thing. You know, um, the, the guy that I'm really looking to, to pick up his at-bats is going to be Jordan Alvarez. I mean, towards the end of... The ALDS, um, we saw good at-bats for me. Didn't have a lot of hits or, or home runs, obviously, but um, 
I mean, I I really want to see him put one like 450 to dead center. For sure. Great. Um, how big is the, this is from at Luke um, H-Town Swimmer. Uh, how big is the McCullers injury considering we went five and two without him pitching in the regular season? And who do you think pitching wise will need to step up the most? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, the injury is huge. Anytime you lose your staff ace, right? And then the guy who needs to step up, I think it's the bridge guys. I think it's your, your Grinky, your Javier's, your Odo, whoever's in that role, they're going to be seen and thrown a lot. So if they can sustain success through the, the seven game series. I agree. Um, next question. This is from at Mando 14. Another Lance question with Lance possibly being out for the CS. Do you guys, do you think it's going to be put a lot more pressure on the starting pitching going forward? Or do you think they will use that as jet fuel, make them go out there and perform 110%? Uh, I think at this point it's, it's either have it or you don't. And I think these guys probably knew before any of us, uh, that this was a distinct possibility. And it's lined up where Lance was probably only going to throw game three and then possibly a seven if you got there. So I think they're they're ready to rock and roll. I mean, it, it's it's Framber and Garcia at home and, and your Creedy finally getting his playoff start. Yeah, good good look, man. Next man up mentality. Good teams find a way to win. Simple as that. This is from at Colin Neal. He asks, which big threat from the Red Sox needs to be dealt with swiftly in order to make the Astros job easier? Is it Hernandez? Oh, uh, to me, that's it's, a good question. It's man, I know Kike Hernandez is playing well, but it's Rafael Devers, man. Yeah, that guy is on fire. He can he can win a series by himself. Absolutely. You know who it is for me? A little a little out there. I think it's gonna be um, Schwarber. Yeah, him I think as well. I think Schwarber could really um, <laughs> he could put the ball you know out of the park pretty swiftly, but. I think that's a guy, and they and they lead him off. So that's some, that's a big bat right there. So I think that's a guy you got to kind of uh, don't let you don't get beat by him in a situation. Yeah, yeah, definitely Schwarber, and then JD Martinez. Don't sleep on JD Martinez. Ha, yeah, they've got good they've got good sticks over there too. So we got a comment. Just when are we getting a two out Magic shirt? I actually like that. Uh, no question. Only a big fan from Brazil. Nice. This is from Marcelo. He goes, no question, only a big fan from Brazil telling that Apollo is incredible. Let's kick their ass. Love it, Love dude. that. Big Brazil, guys. Love we're, Brazil. We're, yeah. A lot of good, lot of culture. good culture. Yeah. Good culture over there. Big good culture, guys. Good culture over there. Gee, we're culture. on video, dude. Sorry. Uh, Kyle asks, uh, in the final question of the Ask <laughs> Apollo, we, we're, we're, oh my God. Will we we're see Christian Javier anyway, so as a starter? Fuck it. Will we see Christian? No, I, no, he's your so. bridge guy. He's your bridge yeah, guy. Yeah, he has to be. So that's all the questions. Um, thank you guys for the Ask Apollo segment. That was a ton in like an hour that we got all those in. Um, pump for game one. We'll be at Kobos um, selling merch, pre-game. pre-gaming, getting the crowd rocking and rolling before we go into the stadium. Um, We've got a ton of merch coming all in. All the new stuff coming in. Uh, we got the uh, original Hose Mad Park shirts. The OG. The OG. Uh, but yeah, come out, <laughs> hang out, stay for the game, stay over there with Kobo. He's going to have it all on the TV. This is going to be a great viewing experience. If you're going to the game, make sure you're allowed, make sure you're causing a freaking circus while you're there. Um, if security doesn't come down and tell you like, Hey, tone it down. You're not doing it right. Um, but that's it, Brian. It's going to do it. Yeah. Let's wrap it I'm up. Ready. I'm ready. I'm Paul. That's going to do it. 
That's going to do it. That's going to do it for our ALCS games one and two preview. We will be back after uh, games one and two. So we will be back early next week. The Astros play this Friday, this Saturday. They have Sunday off to travel to Boston and they're back in uh, Boston to play games three, four, five. They play Monday and Tuesday. We're going to have watch parties on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, Location still to be determined, but we will announce it. On our Twitter page, so make sure you're following at Apollo HOU. Make sure to follow Des and myself uh, at BLima790 at uh, Apollo Des1. As always, thank you guys so much for listening, for watching. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on socials, and and uh, you know we're gonna keep dishing out the best content in the city. As always, Des. Before we get out of here, you got anything? Nothing much. Just love you guys. Astros taking on the Red Sox in game one this Friday. We will be there. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll be back after games one and two here on Beyond the Diamond Podcast on the Apollo Podcast Network. Peace. Love you guys.